Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Face to Face here on Facebook. My name is Rob Howden. Of course, uh, David Cole right over there beside me here as well down in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Other way. Oh, yeah. There you go. You got to figure it out. Uh, it is May the 5th, so happy Cinco de Mayo to the, uh, those of you who are going to enjoy some tacos and margaritas, margaritas today, whatever it may be. Hey, where are you? Where's your margarita glass? Well, not yet. No. Okay. We're doing the happy hour with Howden potentially Friday night. I gotta say, I gotta say, serious man. This is we're still working here. This is nine to five or eight to six, whatever hours I'm working these days. Uh, Hopefully everybody's well. Hopefully everybody's staying at home when they need to be. Of course, we're trying to uh, flatten this curve, which we've done over a lot of the uh, the country so far, which is fantastic. Congrats on that. As you know, there are some tracks that are coming online, which is great. We have our our, uh, article on the website on EKN. that tells you uh, a lot of the updates from a lot of the different racetracks. We're still getting information coming in, so you'll see that. And we'll push it out every day on social media. So a quick link will show you your closest track, your state, whatever it may be, and, and where things are, are are in terms of getting back to racing. Of course, all uh, essentially he- uh, hedging on the stay-at-home orders uh, from each of the individual states. Getting set to go here with a new addition uh, here of Face to Face, and we're pretty excited about it. David should be a good one. We've got uh, we got a new cart. We got to talk about. Yeah, new cart to talk about. As you said, you know, lots of tracks are, are getting back going now with the month of May coming. Uh, tracks are now going from closed to being at least open with with some testing. Mm-hmm. Some tracks are going from testing to actual racing. So yeah. pretty exciting time right now for at least for the sport of karting. And then eventually we're going to get into to some motorsports happening uh, in the month of May and through June. So we got a lot to, a lot to look forward to. But uh, one thing that the, the COVID-19 did was stop was the debut of this new cart we're going to talk That's about, true. the World Power Cart. Yeah. So I, I just want to shoot, shout out here real quick. I got my support carding t-shirt. If you haven't ordered one yet, uh, go to ecardinews.com slash store, order your, uh, your, your support carding shirt. hundred percent of the profits go to our EKN partners. Uh, tough time. Of course, as we know, everything's been shut down. Thankfully, as David said, racing kind of picking up, people are blowing through tires and everything fuel money's going to start going through the industry again, but you can always take care of them right now. Buy some tires, buy fuel, you buy, you buy a T-shirt, as I said, 100% of the profits uh, go to our EKN partners. Well, let's get things underway here, folks, because David talked about the new Will Power card, and we are thrilled to have uh, uh, a driver with 34 wins. He was the 2014 NTT IndyCar Series champion, the 2018 Indianapolis 500 race winner as well. We'll bring Will Power in here from Team Penske. He's going to join us from his home. Will, great to have you on board. And as well, we've got yeah. Billy Vincent. Let's bring Billy in here as well. David learning how to get things dialed in here. <laughs> Dude, I'm getting sick. There we go. All right. David's getting things dialed in. So Will Power joining us, Billy Vincent, uh, as part of uh, Will Power Cart. Guys, first off, thank you very much for joining us here on Face to Face. Thanks for having us, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, great that you got us on the show and um, we can talk about what we know. That's it. That's it. How long will that be? Will it be an hour? Will it be a half hour? We'll see how much you know. That's good. Hey, so obviously both of you guys, with everything that's been going on with the COVID-19 deal, we've all been on iRacing a little bit. Uh, I know, Billy, you've been working with your team, uh, doing some strategy stuff. It's it's been fun for you guys to, you know, still kind of go through the motions of a race. Will, you've been driving lots of races as well. We had some fun doing a a half-distance Indy 500 race a, a few weeks back, and that was fun. You were able to win that one. But I think more for me was the video that you had up on social media when you finally got a chance to drive your cart at yeah. uh, at GoPro in Charlotte, talking about how good it was just to get back out and actually drive something to get that you know be able to feel that that uh, you know the G forces in the corners, just be able to drive something something real. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was great to get back in a real track. I was actually out there yesterday 
pumping out some miles. And um, I have to say, the card is very quick. The Willpower card, I've gone faster around there than I've ever gone. So That's awesome. uh, pretty happy about that. Uh, I love going out there and running around with really fast guys. So um, I had Cody Gillis, who was driving for Eric's, Eric Jones's team, Kart Sport. Yep. Um, before he left for Australia, before all this corona thing uh, came about. And, um, uh, yeah, it was just great running around with someone, you know, ridiculously competitive and really pushing you to another level. Well, the funny thing is you go back and you look, really, we didn't really get a chance to do any racing at St. Petersburg. The race before that was, of course, uh, the Super Nationals in Las Vegas. Before we get into it and kind of talk about what Will Power Kart is, the genesis of it and how it happened, I kind of want to let everybody know uh, – who you guys actually are in terms of your karting careers. We all know Will, of course, uh, from all the wins you've had in IndyCar championships, Indy 500 wins. Billy, of course, a uh, longtime crew chief. Uh, you were crew chief for Will, turned uh, strategist and, and competition director. Uh, Billy, we'll, we'll, we'll start. Will's getting his camera up. So, Billy, let's start yeah, with you. That's all, it's all good. Liz. <laughs> Liz, we need help. God. Liz to the rescue. Uh, Billy, let's start. Let's start with you, Billy. How did you? Where did you get into karting? Because I know you didn't start as karting as a kid. Where did you get into karting? Uh, actually, yeah, I'm a bit backwards. You know, everybody sort of starts in karting as a kid and and, and moves up through. I grew up in a, a family of uh, racers for sure. My dad, uh, you know, big in SCCA in the you know 70s, 80s. Has got as far as Can Am in the early 80s. All doing it out of their garage. That's wow. kind of where the MPG Motorsports started. Of uh, my parents' garage. Uh, so we were kind of around cars. Um, for the most part. And to be honest, I didn't get to um, into karting until I started at Newman Haas Racing when I was 18 years old. Uh, actually, one of the parts guys there had a, a, a pretty much brand new Haas cart at the time, uh, Yamaha Pipe. And yeah. um, and actually, there's a guy that started there that kind of got me into it was, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Brian Hannon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, was the, he was the shock guy there and he, he sort of uh, helped me get started. And the two of us, uh, since he had just moved out there, started racing at Badger together and a little bit at Norway. But running Yamaha pipe for, for probably the next three or four years until um, actually, uh, you know, when I took the job at Penske and had to move out to Pennsylvania, I brought my cart with me, <laughs> packed into my little Honda Civic at the time with all, everything else that I own. I'm not sure how I got it all in there. <laughs> it lived in my living room in, uh, in Pennsylvania there for a little bit until we moved down to Charlotte. And um, at the time, we kind of had to, you know, sit on it for a little bit. There wasn't much going on in that area at the time. And then uh, we started going down to Kershaw when that opened up, and then obviously got in uh, in with Eric Jones and Justin Marks when uh, when GoPro opened, and that sort of you know got fully back into it. Then we actually uh, a friend of mine, Travis, he's uh, we drove that uh, GoPro track while it was still dirt, just getting ready to be paved in a four-stroke <laughs> shifter cart with rain tires. That was pretty fun. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> did you not build your own cart as well, or a couple of your own chassis? Yeah, so after I sort of, uh, you know, moved on and started working at Penske, uh, my brother, he's uh, a couple years younger than me, he he called me up one day and says, hey, I think I want to get into karting. You know, he sort of, uh, he was into racing as well and music mostly. He was playing a lot of instruments and that. And uh, so, okay, so we found a, a Margay on Craigslist with a Yamaha and just and got rolling. And like, man, I, he's actually pretty good at it. Um, so then, uh, you know, we sent him a, a, a new Arrow and, you know, got him hooked up with Comet and get some good engines. And and all those good stuff. And uh, he ended up, you know, winning a bunch of races, a couple of Supercan championships at Dalsman there. Uh, and then he had a uh, he had a big wreck and uh, basically destroyed his car. And he's a fabricator by trade. Um, 
And so he's like, I think I'm just going to try and make my own. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he ended up building this really nice fixture. And the, uh, the carts are fast. The MPG carts are pretty fast. As, uh, it kind of grew in Badger. There's a few people running them in 206 and KA and, and Yamaha still. And uh, it kind of spread from there. That is awesome. And then, of course, yeah, as you said, it, it kind of happened while you're already developing your career in the IndyCar world. So that's cool. I like the fact that it was a bit of a parallel. Yeah. We're going to go a lot deeper, of course, into the, his life. Will, when did you start in karting? I know that your dad was a Formula Ford racer in Australia. You eventually yeah. drove his Swift uh, later on when you were like 18 or 19. But when did you start actually driving karts? Um, yeah, it was actually in the 80s. So I, I would have first time my dad put me in a car I, I would have been six or seven years old and uh that was at the local track in Toowoomba was yep. just out of Toowoomba um we had a local track there Greer Park and um so that's where it started for me I mean we still have engines from back then sitting at home like we have just a wall full of <laughs> engines <laughs> way back when we had all sorts of cars different cars we had uh which was eventually the arrow car it was the dpe it was yep. called group prize my dad, my dad was the first ones of those um way back when um he must have built that must have been in the 80s too so uh yeah i i carted i remember carting when i was yeah i think i carded till i was like 13 or 14 then was actually went into cars and dirt track cars and then went back and did some more karting too a few years later. And obviously now I still, I mean, I love karting. I was going to ask about that. When, when, when you were in Europe racing Formula 3 and World Series, did you do any karting as well when you were over in Europe or did you kind of put that on a hold when you were working on the career? I actually bought a kart and it was just because I had, I had no money. I had no way to transport it. I never... I don't think I ever drove it. I went out and drove some guy's team car, but I had a brand new car just sitting at Mark Webber's place. Yeah. And eventually that was shipped back to Australia. And my friend has still has that car. Uh, it was a CRG car. I so it. I never, yeah, I never, um, never didn't get to do much karting at all in the UK, but I was so badly wanting to, because I just think it's so good for your driving. I just simply didn't have the money or anything. Everything was just put into trying to survive in Formula 3 and then World Series. By yeah, now. yeah. So when you do come over here and you get into the car program, you get into IndyCar, you actually started racing the RoboPong event out at Newcastle. You ran with uh, with Simon Pagino, I think, at one point. You did some racing yeah. with Card Sport North America. You've done yeah. three different Supernationals as well. I think you did, like, 2013. You raced there last year. Yeah. What's the motivation to jump into races like that? It's, it's, it's the competition and the sides of the event. The competition being the main thing because you're competing against such good guys in carts. And, you know, you look at this year, uh, I mean, last year I raced uh, in, in Masters and uh, X30 Masters. Yep. And the whole field, there's more than 60 carts, only 40 obviously made the final. And, man, the whole field was almost covered by second. So I, I like I screwed qualifying up. I was thirty something, <laughs> yeah. and I was only six tenths off. Six tenths off. I just love that competition. It's it's great, great, great for your racecraft, great for your driving, and uh, it's the most pure form of motorsport because there's no aerodynamics involved. You can follow so close. The racing's really intense. Um, yeah, just I really, really I know I will cart. When I'm, I retire from IndyCar, I know I'll be racing carts. A lot more events than I do now. I love that. I so much. <clears throat> That's awesome. So last year, like you said, you had a bit of trouble in qualifying. Through the heat races, you end up pretty like the fast lap of every heat race. 
<laughs> and we'll talk about more about that to get into the main event. Billy, how did you hook up with Will to decide that you guys were going to go to the Super Nationals? What, where was it where you guys said, hey, let's go do this together? <laughs> it was honestly at Laguna. We come out of the, the trailers and ran into him, um, you know, at the IndyCar race. I think it was Thursday setup day. And uh, we have a, a mutual friend, Brian McInerney, that was having his uh, 21st birthday in Vegas that same weekend. And he said, hey, mate, you going to Brian's party? I said, yep. And he said, hey, the you know, Supernats are there too. And I'm like, okay, you want to run it? And he's, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was just as simple as that, that you know. <laughs> Call up Eric and see if we could sort something out. And uh, and off we went. So, okay, so you guys just decided to do that while you were at the Supernats. How, I know you guys were having a, a great time. You guys were loving it. Was it during the Supernats where you guys all of a sudden decided that's what you guys wanted to do? Yeah, I mean, I think – I mean, I think by day two, we were already talking about next year, right? Okay, and really? Just having a blast. I mean, you know, we kind of rolled off the truck uh, not great. Uh, so we were flat out busy and making gains. And, you know, Will was, was driving really well, and we were tuning really well, and obviously with Eric's support and help. And, and it was just fun to just – I miss the – Another thing I love about the karting yeah, events is it's bam, bam, yep. bam. You got, you got barely any we, we time can see you, Will. You're good. sessions. Sorry, I just and, didn't get Will. Can't hear anything. Yeah, no worries. You can't hear us right mm -hmm. now, Will? Will's having trouble hearing us right now. That's that's trouble. Yeah. I can't hear anything. Okay, yeah. we'll get that figured out. Um, <laughs> he can read lips. Yeah, it's cool. We can hear him. He can't hear us. Yeah. Dave, why don't you pull him off and talk to him and get him to reset and bring him back? So we'll get we'll get David in the background to work with David to get uh, work with Will to get him back on. We pause our face-to-face -face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Top level production with a focus on a single form of motorsports, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the United States Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. The 2020 season brings a new homologation period, featuring new names for the same superior products. Whether it's the medium SH Red, the soft SM Yellow, the super soft green SS, or the intermediate white IZ, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution for long-lasting and the best performance, with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Every winter, young drivers take the leap up to the next class. Whether it's micro to mini, mini to junior, or the big jump from junior into the senior ranks, it's tougher competition. If your son or daughter are moving up a class in 2020, give them exactly what they need to be ready. Professional coaching from the most respected teacher in the sport. With over 30 years of karting experience, Alan Rudolph and his staff at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy specialize in training young racers 
and accelerating their skills so that they're ready for the next challenge. Don't just invest in equipment, invest in your driver. Bring them to the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston and invest in their skill development. Get them ready to take on that next on-track challenge, better prepared than ever. Get ready for 2020 by calling the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at 866-607-7223. Head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and safety gear to get you on the track. ShopAKRA.com offers a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors in the sport to ensure that all the latest equipment is available to you, the consumer. With customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Also, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials, clearance items, and new products. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Again, so the concept, you guys are having this conversation, like we got to go to the Supernats. It's not something you can do super, super easy. So what, you know, what was, did you just call Eric Jones and say, hey, let's go to work on this thing? Yeah, obviously both of us are, are, are close with Eric. We've known him for a lot of years. And yeah. uh, I mean, if you're just going to, you know, jump into an event with somebody, I mean, Eric's the right guy to do it with, right? So, you know, we'll, we'll start driving some more laps at GoPro to get warmed up to it. And, uh, you know, I didn't. Uh, we didn't see each other until we turned up in Vegas. And that was the first time I've seen Eric in, in quite a while. And Brandon and, and everybody at Card Sport and Tim Pappas, it was great to see those guys. And, man, I literally just seeing those guys and walking into that tent and here's your cart, here's your all your stuff. You know, Eric, how he is, top-notch, you know, everything organized. Here's your cleaning supplies. I mean, everything was there. Yeah. I, got, I sent my toolbox from, uh, I don't even know who, Chris Wheeler said, organized getting my toolbox from Indianapolis here down there. And, found that and just you know off we went and uh man it was just a blast but yeah it's definitely not an event that you can just jump into and i mean and that and that shows right even even with uh, the support and help from a top-notch organization like cart sport you know we, we sort of you know took a couple of days to get rolling you know i think if we would have found the pace that we've that we had on you know by thursday or friday if we would have had that out of the box uh, i think we would have been fighting with foster you know, I think what, what is interesting is because we're obviously once we get in and get Will back here, we get into talking about what you guys are planning on doing, not just with the chassis itself, but it's not just it's, it's not just going to be a deal where he's putting his name on a chassis and that's it, right? He's going to be involved. He's talked about racing already. He want, you guys are going to be involved in this. So let's kind of set the set the stage to the fact that you guys weren't great out of the gate. Yeah. You guys said there he is. You got us, Will? Sorry. Yeah, no what's happening? What's happening? So I don't even know what's been said or what what you guys are. Up to we'll now. we'll bring you up to speed. We just talked a bit about the supernats, so you're good to go. Okay. When it came to the supernats, <laughs> you guys working together. You said, Will and and Billy, you said that you guys were kind of behind the eight ball at the start. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about the journey from that from let's say Wednesday to Super Sunday, where you guys go from being off to not a great qualifying to being the fastest guy in every heat race. And I think you eventually yeah. got taken out in the main, if I'm not mistaken. You got pinched to the wall, I think something like that, but. Yeah. Did, is it just was it just you guys getting to work together 
more more company working together? Was it learning the chassis a little bit? Yeah. What was it that uh, was such a big change throughout the week? It was actually learning the chassis. Like I turned up, I'd done a bit of testing at GoPro, um, and I turned up with that total opposite setup that you would need. <laughs> total opposite. I should have listened to Eric Jones, but anyway, <laughs> we turned up with the exact opposite. So by the time we unwound all that stuff, we were right on the pace. That's awesome. And I brought, I hurt my ribs, so I'd have a seat change like a month before, so I couldn't do any testing. I had one test day before. I hadn't done much karting at all for quite a while, um, so I was a bit rusty myself. And, yeah, we, we had to unwind all the... <laughs> damage that i did really <laughs> i appreciate your honesty yeah <laughs> all right so let's let's jump into this thing now you guys decide you're going to do this deal this will power cart program i'll first start by asking will you this question you guys obviously decided to do it kind of on the second day at the supernats was this something that you had in your mind for for a number of years like one day i want to have my own cart kind of a thing it really wasn't for me it all wasn't right. even a thing i was thinking about i had i'd been out of karting for a couple of years at that point I just hadn't done any karting at all. And I thought, well, I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm going to, you know, if I go there, I want to race. So Bill is really the mastermind behind all that and getting it going. And even like the motivation of really pushing it. And um, yeah, I, I can't really take much of the credit for everything that's happened. It's okay. really been all him because I've really had to sit back and focus on being fast in IndyCar yeah. Um, not being able to run the business side of that. So Billy's the guy that came up with the idea. Uh, you know, he said when he was at Supernats, man, I love this. It's so much fun. Um, he really, really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, he can talk about that. But he's the guy that really got behind that. I, he had more belief in it than me. I'm like, who's going to buy my car, man? Like, <laughs> but anyway. A lot of people yeah. probably. All right, Billy, let's let's go with you then for a full overview. What is Will Power Cart? You know, who makes it? Uh, how, how's it going to be run? Is there going to be a team? What do you got? Like, I know you guys have a lot going on, not just karting as well, but you're looking to help catch you some drivers moving forward as well. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's obviously come together super quickly. You know, Super Nats was, was towards the end of November and sort of, you know, talking with Will, what can we do? It started with a a really small, a small idea like, hey, let's just have a small little team and, and you know, how can we do this more often together, you know, and, you know, Will obviously is not going to be running carts during the season. So maybe we could do more than just Super Nats in the winters and just sort of be an annual thing and yeah. it would be fun. And then, you know, spoke to Eric Jones and, and uh, you know, kind of tossed her out some ideas. He's like, here's some options, you know, and the next thing you know, it went from being a team to having a whole cart and having the things made in Italy by Cart Republic. Streaming. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Eric's a Cart Republic importer and he's got a good relationship with Dino. Um, you know, so it's it's been kind of a bit of a whirlwind. Uh, honestly, I was just talking with Will this morning. It's like, if you think back, like, it's really by the time anything actually sort of hit go, it was already in January, you know, you know, so... <laughs> It's only been a couple of months, and next thing you know, we've got some carts turning up here, and we've got some uh, some stuff running. And Eric's obviously been a, a lot of help with this, and so we're still, you know, we sort of hit go before we sort of finalized, you know, what this deal is going to look like, just to get this stuff coming. So it's true, yeah, yeah. We're we're a bit making it up as we go along, but uh, in a good way, you know, because you know a lot of people have tried, I think, to to bridge the carting to cars hey, just bring, thing, just you know. Uh, you gotta love him. You gotta love him. 
All right. Okay. So let's uh, let's let's get back at this and talk about this now. All what's right. what's the full what's the full spectrum of the program, Billy? Because we haven't really talked. You know, you, you've got a chassis, right? So people are gonna they're gonna see this cart. It's a cart made by Cart Republic. You guys are gonna obviously gonna do work on it the way you guys want it to, to dial things in with the components you guys want. What are your thoughts moving forward in terms of is there going to be a racing team? Will there be a WK race team? Uh, there's also, you've talked about the, uh, uh, a relationship with Pabst Racing in the road to Indy. Let's talk a bit about that. Start with the team first, then talk about working with Pabst Racing in the road to Indy. Yeah, so I think to get going here, we're going to sort of uh, have two teams, I think. Uh, you know, Eric's going to keep running with Cartsport. We're going to have, uh, just like we plan to do at NOLA, the plans to, to continue to do that and have uh, have one in X30 Senior, um, have one in X30 Junior. And then also have a mini out there with uh, like Max Garcia was driving. Um, so I think that'll keep running in, in Scusa uh, on the brand to carry on. Uh, so obviously, you know, no better team to be with there, I think. Um, and then we're going to start, uh, my brother and I here, uh, a team here. We're probably going to focus more uh, at Whiteland. Um, it's, okay. very, it's very close to my house. I think it's a cool track. You know, what Andy and Sarah have been doing there has been really bringing it up from, you know, and, and yeah. refurbishing the places. It's, it's, it's turned out beautiful. So oh, I think, yeah. uh, I think that's a good place to be. I mean, obviously we'll do, uh, some Newcastle stuff, but, uh, the, the goal is really to have, you know, three or four, uh, drivers running full time here, uh, for championships locally here at, at Whiteland. Um, we'll try to do as many at Newcastle as we can. Um, but uh, I think for the most part, we're focused on uh, Whiteland and sort of from KA down, right? So some of the the, the younger stuff, yeah. mainly all IAMI stuff, the mini and micro Swift and KA junior senior. Uh, and then from there, the 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 the, the idea is that uh, okay, you know, call up Eric and you know Will's going to be heavily involved, obviously looking at uh, a little you know data and video and working with these kids a little bit best we can. Obviously, like he said uh, during the IndyCar season, it's a uh, it's busy time for both of us. So, you know, my brother, you know, bless him. So I was going to be doing a lot of the, the legwork there here uh, with the team locally. Uh, but then the idea is, okay, we can get some, uh, some kids that are, uh, are show some promise and uh, good kids, good parents and everything. And, and, and sort of pass them up to Eric to do something like a Scusa winter tour um, with yeah. Cartsport organization. I love it. And then from, uh, from there uh, out of the Cartsport camp, you know, find the right guys that uh, just need the right opportunity and, and, and send them up to uh, Augie Pabst and, and do a, a test day in a USF 2000. And uh, I think that's, that's sort of the, the, the overview of the plan. Obviously we've got a, a lot of little details to work out with, you know, with the, we were looking to get some, uh, you know, partners involved uh, in helping that, that program as well. And obviously uh, now is not the, the right time to be <laughs> calling somebody and say, Hey, you got any extra cash lying around to get going. But I, you know, I, Hopefully the world's going to come back and we can really kick this thing off and get going. But the the idea, you know, the the main driving force about it is 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 the kids and giving um, people opportunity that may not sometimes be able to have their opportunity, but they've got the pace, they've got the the work ethic, they they've got all these things. And then really, you know, with Will's experience and Eric and Augie, I think I mean, it sort of covers from carts all the way to cars. All of our experience, we've we've been doing this a long time in our in our various forms <clears> of the sport. And really, just try to give really good guidance to to them, and, and help them make the right decisions, and help move them along. I like the I like the whole idea of uh, of working with the kids early, and like you said, you kind of got came out of the gate so strongly and so quickly. You're going to be able to settle settle down a bit at, at Whiteland and have an actual program to run with. Will, let's get back to you. I know that you're super busy. Uh, Will, obviously, you're going to be super busy once we go back racing, whether it's Texas or Road America, wherever we get back to it. 
when the IndyCar series is done for the for the year, are we going back to the Supernats this year? I, I've heard a rumor that you're like calling everybody out to come to the Supernats, like a Joseph Newgard and maybe Scott Dixon. Get these guys to the Supernats. Um, uh, yeah, that's I would like to get uh, a bunch of these guys to enter in uh, X30 Masters. Um, I was hoping Alonzo would be at the Indy 500. I'll hit him up there when he's there. Um, yeah, that would be cool to get a bunch of IndyCar drivers, maybe a couple of Formula One guys. I don't know how the V8 Supercar season is going to play out, but I know there's a couple of guys racing in that that are keen to come over and run Supernats as well. So um, you always see a, a bunch of Australians over there yeah. that come over for that. You know, Scott, Scott McLaughlin told me he's been to like four of them. I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, I, I saw him uh, a few years ago at one. So, yeah, he's, he'd be keen to run in something there too, as well. So um, I, I'm thinking he's going to end up over here in the U.S. really soon anyway. I think but, he might. Um, <laughs> All right, well, something else. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Kemetic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kemetic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top-end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive karters, Kemetic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kemetic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit, and Kemetic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kemetic can tailor to engine builder-specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kemetic gaskets are must-haves for championship-winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kemetic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Fast, fair, and fun. The Margay Ignite Spec Karting Program offers you all of that at an affordable price. The all-new IgniteKarting.com page provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing Chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. An Ignite K2 is designed for ages 8 to 12, while the Ignite K3 is available for junior, senior, and master's drivers. The 2020 season has a handful of major events for Ignite Karting, The historic Quincy Grand Prix is set for June 13th and 14th, racing through the city's famed South Park. The USAC Karting Battle at the Brickyard on July 14th, 15th, 16th is held inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, where you have a chance to take a lap around the famed 2.5-mile oval and the special Yard of Bricks. All information on events throughout the country and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteKarting.com. Head there now to register for the upcoming Scusa Winter Series event on February 7th, 8th, and 9th at AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. Arrive and drive packages are still available. So get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. 
Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan, PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Let's cap things off with our EKN Fast Five, guys. I got five questions for you. I'll ask the question. Will can go first. Billy goes afterwards. It's essentially just some quick fire questions to talk about your racing career a little bit. Now, Will, you already kind of got this one started, but let's hit it hard. Uh, question number one What was your first cart? Your very first cart. Give me some background on it. Oh, well, well, I actually don't even know what brand it was. I remember at one point I had a cart called a Sprinter. Sprinter. And that's what I raced juniors in. Yeah, yeah. junior national. I raced in a Sprinter. I remember that. It was a and it was like a, a sky blue chassis, yellow side pods at the time. <laughs> uh, so I remember the Sprinter, but I can't remember what I raced in rookies when I was in in uh, rookies. Just a I can't. I, I it, actually I think it was a Burrell. Oh really? Okay. I was, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, must have been like a. 90s 80s brow I, I think i can't even remember i just remember seeing that sticker on it somewhere yep. there. all right yeah. so that, that was my first car all right billy what about you what was your first cart first thing first cart you ever raced yeah mine was a, a hoss and uh you know, a pipe and i just i remember you know i bought it from the, the parts guy at newman hoss and he was just getting out of it the thing was maybe had a laugh on it and sold me everything the stand the starter the suit the everything and uh you know as you can imagine there was a lot of pink involved <laughs> and i remember that very first year i took that thing all apart and 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 had it sandblasted and and painted the frame black because i just couldn't stand the pink but i i still at the time i never got around her I, I probably didn't have any money to to pay for it to get a new suit so i still had this giant hoss with pink everywhere suit <laughs> running around all right well let's come back to you hopefully you got good to go what is your favorite car track question two your favorite car track? God, there, um, actually, there's a really cool track in Australia. It's called Ipswich. Okay. And it's up up in Brisbane. That was a that, that, that's an awesome track. It's probably probably one of my favorite. Um, right. Then I had, had another track that was really awesome up on the Sunshine Coast called the Big Car Track. That was also a really cool track. All right. What about you, Billy? Of all the tracks you've raced, what's your favorite car track? Man, it's hard not to go with your home track, right, with Badger. I mean, yeah. it's, there's so much history there, and it you know, had a lot of character in the surface and everything. I haven't driven it since they've repaved it, but uh, 
you know, I'd have to say it's a toss up between uh, Badger and, the, and sort of for some of the same reasons, Norway, you know, that yeah. what a cool track that is with some elevation and some bank turns and stuff well, like that. Yeah, it's a great track. Yeah. All right. Question number three, Will, we'll start with you. What was your biggest win of your go-kart racing career? <laughs> um, I haven't won the Super Nats yet, so it hasn't happened. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's the truth. I finished second, man. Like, that's going to be my biggest win ever. I, yeah, apart from that, there's nothing else that okay. So I'm Maybe it'll happen this year. Maybe it'll happen this What's year. That? How about you, Billy? Yeah, What's your favorite? Yeah. What's your biggest win, Billy? I'd, I'd have to say mine's uh, – I'm going to pick one that I, I wasn't actually driving. And uh, that's one thing I, I meant to mention earlier is that there, at some point at, uh, over the time when I was karting at GoPro, I transitioned to really enjoying tuning for people yeah. more than, than driving. So I'd have to say – I forget what year it was, but Robopong. Uh, we won the race overall with uh, – it was Sam Beasley and Jake Donald, and it was the – I think the first year that a bit of strategy came into play, I remember actually remember David coming up to us when poor old Eric is out there. Everybody had pitted, and we were the first ones to try doing it with one less stop. Yeah. If it wasn't for a, a wind direction change, a headwind, that uh, we would have we made it. Travis uh, Law, he's New Gardens chief. Now we were doing fuel flow testing in the bathtub of the hotel and fuel pump outs and measuring. We had it all screwed wow. up, but uh, all right. we ended up getting to win, uh, win that race on a bit of strategy with uh, Sam and Jake. Okay, question, question number four. Will, we're coming back to you. Uh, question four, who was your biggest rival in karting? Now, you can go back to when you were a kid. You can go to Kip Foster if you want. But who is your biggest rival in your karting career? It's, it's Kip Foster. It's Kip Foster. <laughs> it's Kip. It is, absolutely, man. I actually have so much respect for that guy. And he gives all drivers that are getting older a lot of hope. Because he's Agreed. still jumps in kicks ass and um that guy is like that's that's the aim once i once i beat him in the super nuts i think i'm going to be feel complete as a driver <laughs> i'll be good Indy 500 super nuts i'm good to go that's it <laughs> all right how about you billy I, i'll let you go as driver or a tuner Who's yeah your... i mean i think uh it's funny that i've been trying to th i don't remember the guy's name to be honest but when the first year Brian Hannon and I turned up at Badger. Obviously, Brian has a lot of experience, and I knew nothing. And I was just doing whatever he told me to do, and we showed up running running pipe. And I wish to this day – I need to look up some some results and stuff and find this guy's name. But I remember, man, him and Brian were going back and forth with each other. It was sort of – that's where I learned the term Joe Fast Guy. All right, Brian would say, that's Joe Fast Guy. we got to pick him out and, and start racing him. And, and Brian and myself started racing him hard and, and winning and beating him, and he would win as well. But, it, I mean, it, it came down to, you know – putting a bit of clutch oil in your pipe on the grid to blow some more smoke out of it. Like it was, I just remember that being really, really intense. And I, to this day, I, I wish I could remember the guy's name. We'll have to track that down for you. I'll give Brian hand on a call. And we'll find out who that guy was. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. Question five for you, Will, uh, who has been in your karting career, who is your biggest mentor or influence? Was there somebody that really, you know, influenced your karting career? Yeah, it's my dad for sure. I mean, he, he had raced, open wheel cars and he also raced carts the, on the weekends when we were racing it was always a big mess had think about uh there's four kids and and my dad and no one helping so it was just all of us thrashing to try to get each other out for races and such um, that's awesome so yeah it was it was 
it was yeah four cars because my little brother wasn't racing but yeah it was always mayhem but my dad for sure taught me a lot about driving and um he's really the only reason i'm in the position i am in now that's awesome billy what about you I'd have to go sort of twofold. I think when I, you know, like I said, when I started Brian Hannon, I think honestly, I'm not, if I hadn't have met him I, and, and he got me going and taught me sort of how go-karts work. And, and unfortunately, you know, uh, with my career took me, took me away from there after just a couple of years with him. So, uh, I mean, obviously he was huge for me. It got me into it and excited about it. And then, uh, then I'd have to say probably the whole Jones family, you know, Eric and Brandon and Pops Jones, those, yeah. those guys, I've learned so much from those guys uh, ever since. We had somebody chime in that might have been Brian Jacobson, might have been the guy that you were battling with at uh, at Dousman. And that's Brian's, Brian Jacobson from Profile Racing. They were around for a long time. That's yeah, good. Good All right, guys. Well, that wraps things up for the EK and Fast Five. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for joining us here. Obviously, you got to be excited about this new program. It's come out of the gate. A lot of interest, number one. You hooked up with a great team in Cartsport North America. You got the Supernats to look for down the line. Uh, it just seems like it's a really cool program. Will, are you excited to be involved in it right now? I, I am extremely excited. Um, I can't That's Will's excited face, those, by the way. Like like those cartons. Yeah. Um, but, but to me, the best thing about it is being able to help young guys. You know, be able to, it's, it's really interesting to be on the other side of it where you want good guys in your car and you're trying to pick good drivers and this sort of thing. But um, I, it's a tough sport to make it. I know it. I've been through the, yeah. the whole ladder system and had to find funding and all that. And it's just, it's something that people have been trying to do for years. We, we eventually want to get to a point where we can legitimately help people get into cars and then help them progress through those ranks as well. So it starts here. And carding and i'm really happy to be involved we appreciate it well that's awesome that's right it starts with guys like you that can help out with but even not just with money or support or, or sponsorship or marketing but with training same with you obviously billy you can have guys coming through that you can talk about all the stuff that you've done coming through the sport as well uh it, i think it's a great thing for for carding here in north america and i look forward to seeing what you guys do this year good luck uh we'll have a fantastic season in, in the ntt indycar series i look forward to seeing you on pit lane Let's cross our fingers. We're back very, very soon. Awesome. Thanks for so, so much for having us there, Rob. It was a good time. Appreciate right, it. Well, thank you so much, Billy. Thank you so much, David. We can shut this one down. A fantastic opportunity to uh, to chat with Will Power and Billy Vincent, of course. Uh, Will, Team Penske driver. Billy, uh, a little further down pit lane uh, with another one of the teams as a, as a, as a strategist, as a, as a competition director. This guy's been around for a ton of years uh, in the right spots. And just a love for karting, David. You can just hear that from both those guys, both passionate about the sport and that the plans, the things that they want to accomplish are, are I think, for people in karting amazingly big it's good to have these these kind of guys in this community again that's that's kind of what carding is really a passion uh, it's you know i've been doing it my entire life you you got into it because you had a passion once you yeah. when, once you get that taste that smell that that feel of carding you get a you you, you build a passion for it. it's like a, a really good drug but it's a great drug to have and, and and sometimes the wife likes you to spend money on it sometimes she doesn't but <laughs> that's hey. what we we do it for a living so that we can go racing all the time. And that's it. So, uh, but yeah, you, what? <laughs> but you, but you can, you can hear it both in Billy and Will. Like it's, yeah. it's carding as a passion. It's, it's, you know, whether you get into it as I did when I was born into it or like you, when you get into it at an older age, or like Billy did, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, or you get professional guys, you look at Fernando, you look Will and, yeah. and all these other professional drivers, they come back to it because they, they just have that passion for it. And I really think, you know, again, that's why our business is still thriving. Uh, the karting industry is still thriving because people have a passion for it. It's not, you know, it's not something that's going to go away. I mean, people are going to be wanting to do it every day, all day long. And as much as it's changed over the last 20 to 25 years, 50 years, whatever it may be, as much as it's changed, Will said it, uh, Dan Weldon used to always say it, it's the purest form of motorsports. And it's even though it's it's more complex than it was, it's still the purest form, right? It's, it's racing in its pure form. You, the cart, the tires, no aerodynamics, as he said. There's no shocks and springs, no damper systems. It's just you being able to drive the cart and tuning it. You can tune it yourself. It's, uh, again, that's... Name of the game. The sport's fantastic. Great to have Will Power and Billy Vincent with us. Awesome to have them joining us here today as well on the broadcast. David, let's wrap things up for this edition of Face to Face. Folks, thank you so much for coming on and, and sending in some live comments. We saw those. We tried to answer a couple of questions that came out there, but we really appreciate you tuning in. Again, my name's Rob Howden. That's David Cole. Thanks for joining us here on Face to Face.